Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back in 610 Sports Radio, the 8 o'clock hour. Chris Nacero, Dusty Likens, you get a lot of us this week. You get Sunday, too? We get somebody else No, on I don't Sunday. have Sunday. I don't know who's on Sunday. Is that like a selection show Sunday preview that we're... I don't know what we're doing. That's probably <laughs> bad for me not to <laughs> That's know. That's terrible for the ratings. No one really cares about selections. Remember we used to do the whip around thing? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. We used to have like I I because this is back when I used to work in uh, in promotions mm-hmm. and we'd be at like various Hooter lo- Hooters locations mm-hmm. around the city and we would do our selection Sunday little whip around about the different teams here, except for Mizzou because Mizzou would never make it. So usually just K State and KU. Yeah. They had I want to say what was it? They had like the Duke. Uh, the Duke run with Coach K, which was so awesome that UNC beat Duke uh, in that last season game uh, for a coach. I just don't like Duke. Um, but I told I was I was talking about that yesterday. I was like, dude, if there's any perfect way to end his career, his regular season career is to have him take an L to UNC. Oh, so great! <laughs> it was so great to like a new coach at UNC too. Yeah, I know. Is that Hubie? Is Hubie the coach there? Hubert Davis. Yeah, 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 Hubie yeah. Is, yeah. So. Before we get into this next topic that I want to get into that we, we, we did at the 7 o'clock hour or the 6 o'clock hour, MLB, MLPA lawyers met today planning to meet again tomorrow. MLB has suggested Tuesday as a deadline in its eyes for three things. Play 162 games and for players to get full pay and full service time. But pay service uh, can't be um, chosen. It needs to be negotiated. So... Basically, they're saying if something doesn't happen Tuesday, tomorrow, as if it would, baseball is not going to play 162 games this year. We already know that because it's going to be suspending its first couple weeks. And baseball is not going to play 142 games this year. Sounds like a terrible idea. to like. This is basically like a... Uh, a list of demands from uh, from people who take someone hostage, you know? Right. Like, this is like, give us this, otherwise we kill the hostage. Like, this is basically what they're doing here. Like, first off, no one thinks we're getting 162 games anyways. No, no one does. Second off, for you to get full pay, the, the, the Players Association has already said that any agreement that they come to is going to include back pay for the games that they missed. So already you have a line between the players association and major league baseball. And they're definitely not going to agree to, uh, you know, basically wiping out a year of service time for players, right? Because that means that basically this year is 
a wasted year as far as them going towards free agency. This is a, a proposal that is absolutely going to get thrown out. There's no way they're going to agree to that. No. And we're going to consistently deal with stubborn side versus stubborn side versus, well, we want this. Okay, well, we'll give you this. It just it doesn't seem like anybody really truly knows what they honestly want. And in a situation like that, it, it seems like you're set up for failure. Like, you say what you think you'd like, but it seems like they're just doing stuff to be egregious to the other side just to be that way. I don't think they understand the problems that baseball has. Right. So, like, they're just, oh, well, we just increased the luxury tax. The teams will spend more money because why wouldn't they want to spend money on us? Not understanding that you have numerous teams that are actively trying to pay their players less so they can make more money and tank. Why would you think they're going to spend more money just because they can? You know, it just, it, there's so many things that just don't make sense about this. And that's the reason why, like, you know, and you talked about this earlier, like, teams like the Royals get screwed in this. Right. Because the Royals don't benefit from luxury tax talk. They're never going to spend luxury tax level money. So just th- for them, they want to play games, make money on their TV deal, and be able to try to see if they can develop their team into a winner in the future. This doesn't benefit them at all. Nothing. Something that benefited the Chiefs, though, was signing Tyron Matthew three years ago. I feel like that was a, a very good sign. Not as in, like, I saw the sign ace base, but, like, as a very good sign as bringing this kid or this young man to this team in the time that they did. You can call him kid. He's younger than us. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I don't know if he would like that. Oh, no, he wouldn't like that. He tried yeah. to But, like, I mean, yeah, he's younger than us. We can call him kid. That's fair. I got. I think I got like two years on him. So yeah, you got like what four? Yeah. What yeah. is he? Thirty two. Thirty. Thirty. He's thirty. Yeah. So yeah, I get four on him. Yeah. So I will say this: when it comes to Tyron Matthew, the time that he played in Kansas City, the time that he was here for, I would give it straight out of the bag. I'd give it an A minus. I think that's a solid grade. I think when you look at Tyron Matthew and you look at a player of that magnitude and that type of, you know. That type of bag that comes with Tyron Matthew, you're going to pay good money for. You're going to kind of let loose, like you're going to give him a you know a loose leash. You can let him do whatever he wants um, because of what comes with that signing. And that is, you got the honey badger. You got the piece at the time that meant the most to that team. And that was defensive leadership to turn that team around because the previous year you had somebody that was you know, offsides, it costs you a Super Bowl visit. Tom Brady never lets you live it down. And Patrick Mahomes would have been and probably could have been a two-time Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl MVP and Super Bowl champion by his second year playing in the league. Didn't happen. So you got to go fix that. And Tyron Matthew did exactly what he was signed to do. Come be a very, very, very loud and very focused person on that locker room or in that locker room. Be the same thing on the field. Be a leader, develop, and help people out. There is no doubt in my mind that when Juan Thornhill hangs it up, he's going to go to tell everybody, well, if I wouldn't have had Tyron Matthew in my corner for the first two or three years of my career, I wouldn't be what what I turned out to be. And I do think Juan Thornhill will be a successful safety for this team. I think he showed it last year once he got over the hump of maybe getting back into the groove of football. But when you look at what Tyron Matthew did in the community, a lot of good work. Did he have a tweet last year that said, yes, this fan base is toxic 100%. But, I mean, don't be mad because there were people that came after him. There were people that came after this team that are part of this fan base. Every fan base has toxic fans. Every fan base has text line guy or gal. Every every fan base has your dad is a fan. They just don't want to play. They don't care. Well, that's that's ridiculous. But something that Tyron Matthew, you know that guy. Yeah, you know, you go, you go, guy. you go, you go watch that, you go watch that game with that guy. And like, I don't even look like they showed up today. <laughs> I, I, okay. hate, I really hate when people call yeah. in and oh, they're not even they didn't even try today. Yeah. Or no, you know, the worst one. The worst one is when they say, like, at halftime, somebody needs to go in there and light a fire in their ass. Right. That is like the worst take. 
I hate, like, seriously, don't call in. Don't call in at all if that's your take. Is the, that Andy Regan needs to light a fire under their ass mm-hmm. after this game. No, that's not an original take. Get the hell out yeah, of here. Thank you. Thank you, guy. Yeah, we don't need you, guy. Yeah, we appreciate it. You're pissed. <laughs> I know you're mad, but yeah, no. You're pissed that 60 bucks you spent on parking didn't pay off. You need to take a look at yourself in the mirror. Like, we don't, we don't need that take, buddy. I love him. Half the city has that take. That's fine. But the thing about Tyron Matthew is he was somebody that you needed to win a Super Bowl. I truly do believe that. That's why if anybody gives him less than an A grade with his time in Kansas City, I think that's a bit pathetic. I think that's, you know, one of those things where you've got a. Holy cow. Did you see the ending of that Chattanooga game? No, I, I do not. I have wrestling on on the TV. In uh, there. Well, this guy, this is this is what I was talking about earlier. These mid majors, <laughs> this dude from Chattanooga just smashes a three, triple covered, basically just inside half court to go to the March Madness tournament to win their mid. mid I'll say this: if this was ten years ago, I'd have watched that. Oh, but yeah. I have no interest. Congratulations! Was that the SoCon championship? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I had it on for like the first hour, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, this is college basketball. Let me change the channel." That's pretty awesome. Yeah, no, that's I, pretty. I changed cool. it over to wrestling, and uh, yeah, this isn't good either. I was gonna say that's a that's a bad stuff. Uh, Monday Night Raw is not a good show, but, but I, yeah, but I, I I think when we get back into the topic of Tyra Matthew, what the Honey Badger meant for. Kansas City, you know, is it ring of honor? Is it retired? None of that's going to happen, <laughs> but there's, there is a window of like those three years. There's a championship. You'll remember that championship and you'll remember players of that championship. And he's one of the key ones because he was that guy, you know, rents due. I'm the landlord, the pointing to the head, the, the figuring it out and, and really getting this team on his back and owning this team. Now, again, the biggest problem that Tyron Matthew has is that Tyron Matthew is, like Chris said, has always looked for some place to just ride it out. And didn't work in Arizona, didn't work in Houston. In Kansas City, he's going to go test the market. And the best thing that Tyron Matthew can do in this day and age of football is, right now, you know, he's a 30-year-old safety. That 30-year-old safety is not the 27-year-old safety that came to the Chiefs when he did. There's a little bit more wear and tear there's a little bit of fatigue, and, and the skill set's not the same. That's just not me saying that I'm, I can tell that he's not as good. It's just that's what happens in football. The older you get, the talent seems to get caught up to the speed of the game, and the game changes. Like, go back and watch the Cincinnati game. Just do it. I know you want to blame. I'm not doing that. I know you want to, not the AFC Championship game, but the regular season game. I'm not doing that one either. That was a bad game. I know you want to blame Dan Sorensen for a lot of stuff, but – Go watch Tyron Matthew in those games and then tell yourself not is he good or bad, but is he worth 30 plus million dollars? That's where you have to have the situation. Somebody is going to pay that man because somebody needs exactly what the chiefs needed when they went and got him. Somebody needs a defensive leader on their team and Tyron Matthew. I think the Ravens make sense with guys like, Marlon Humphrey and, and, and Marcus Peters and guys that are, that are still young and talented that missed a year of injury but need that quote-unquote championship swagger in their locker room, somebody like Tyron Matthew can 100% go bring that, and somebody will think that that juice is worth the squeeze. But the time here in Kansas City is no longer, and I do give him a grade of an A-minus because I think that what he did here was great. I think what he did here was exactly what this team wanted. It's just one of those things, man, like we said earlier. It's a business decision. And now it's time for you to go figure out what you are going to do moving forward. That was, that's just what I personally think. Once these guys, and, and, and it's kind of sad now because, you you know, you remember like 20 years ago, there mm. were a lot of good players over 30. A lot of, I mean, I remember watching so many like running backs. Leagues too would, fast now. Yeah. And like nowadays, it's it's gotten to a point where once you hit 30, it's like no team wants to invest in you unless you're a quarterback or like a really good tight end. Um, usually now, you know, once you hit 30, like you're not going to get a deal more than like two years, or if it's a three-year deal, like it's an easy contract to get out of after two years. So it's kind of a tough position here because maybe Tyring gets his contract that he wants. Maybe he gets eight figures a year, but I mean, right now it, you'd be hard pressed to find, uh, that kind of a deal where it's like, okay, that is a smart move to make 
from a you know for the next three years or so that you sign him for. Mm-hmm. Like I just feel like this is a situation where maybe Tyron's agent kind of talked him up a bit and said, "Oh yeah, you're." Yeah, a great three years at Kansas City. You know, hey, you can go and get paid by any team out there and go make big money. And I feel like nowadays agents are, you know, like you see with the whole the mm-hmm. whole Kyler Murray situation in, in Arizona. It's like maybe these agents are kind of talking these guys up a little bit too much and not telling them the realities of their situation. Because I don't, I mean, there's, I, I think, what was it? Uh, uh, Janetti from uh, Spot Track was mm. talking about him getting like maybe 16 million a year. It's like, I don't know if he's going to get 16 million a year. Like maybe he get maybe he has a year where he would get sixteen million that year, mm-hmm. but he's not getting no sixteen million on average a year over a contract. Not at thirty years old. That's that just does not happen in today's NFL for a defensive back. We come back. We talk about player swaps, and we bring up why Calvin Ridley is no longer an option for the Chiefs. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, six ten Sports Radio. Back in 610 Sports Radio, Chris Unicero, Dusty Likens, Jay Southland, Toe Service Text Line, Danny KCK. I heard Michael K. blame John Sherman on the MLB lockout. What are your thoughts? Not just the Royals, the Rays, and Pirates, too. Well, I did read this. Evan Drelichov. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Twitter reaches out and says MLB has told Player Associates it expects to cancel another week of games without a deal reached tomorrow. Sources tell myself and Ken Rosenthal, then Alec Lewis, who is the athletic beat writer for the Royals, says this would put the St. Louis half of the I-70 series in jeopardy. You're going to keep seeing this. And that's what I'm trying to just keep plugging into your mind that baseball is just going to keep canceling week after week after week to the point of we get, are we going to have baseball on Father's Day? To the point of, are we going to have baseball on 4th of July? And tomorrow is a big day because if tomorrow there is no deal reached, then you miss more games. And you think that if you're going to miss more games by not reaching a deal tomorrow, 
that they'd be exactly where they were when they had to reach a deal before they got to actually canceling games and Rob Manfred had to tell everybody that he didn't want or didn't think that baseball would be playing its first two series, that he was canceling. But today we saw the world shake up and we found out Calvin Ridley um, was suspended 17 games. There's a couple of tidbits in here that are interesting because one, I don't think he should be suspended 17 games personally. Calvin Ridley tweets today. As soon as it comes out, I bet 1500 total. I didn't have a gambling problem. I couldn't even watch football at that point. Separate tweet tweet fired back after that. Just going to be more healthy when I come back in reference to the news dropping that he was going to be suspended 17 games. Next tweet, I know I was wrong, but I'm getting one year, LOL. And the last tweet we got was three hours ago from Calvin Ridley because somebody finally took this man's phone. If you know me, you know my character. So something happened when CDOT was walking out of the studio on the drive, I said, what do you think about Calvin Ridley today? And he said, this is why you have to hire an agent. This is why you need to listen to your agent. I couldn't agree more because he said the best thing he could have done is talk to Justina Anderson. I mean, let me do an interview. Let me do a one-on-one with you. And I'll tell you everything I did. I'll tell you everything why I did it. Instead of giving tweets that, yes, get you 12,000, 72,000, 32,000, 200,000, 27,000 likes each. Like You just got to be able to like maybe filter it a different way. Because people don't really understand you when you get caught betting on games and betting on parlays to hit. And then the bad thing about it is that Calvin Ridley was using his cell phone. Now, here's the thing. Vern mentioned this earlier when I asked him who belongs in the Hall of Fame more, Pete Rose or Barry Bonds. And he said Pete Rose did something that could completely crush the sport. Cal Ridley's kind of in that in that mold because if he's, you know, telling his team, hey, lay down, I got 1,500 on this game because there were some of the bets placed on Atlanta to win. Which there's some people that would tell you that if you're going to bet, at least bet your team to win because that way they at least try to, you know, play the game to their full amount of athleticism. They're not laying down. But I think it's crazy on the other side that Cal Ridley is getting suspended 17 games. I think if anything, you could maybe attack salary and pay and suspending for maybe a half a season. Because if you look at the past, guys like Ray, guys like Ray Rice got suspended two games. Guys like Greg Hardy got suspended, what, like four games, six games? Ten. Ten games. And his thing was, Really bad. Like, and it's cool that Greg Hardy keeps trying to think that he could be a UFC fighter. That man gets knocked out like every month. Like, Karma is beating his ass one fight at a time. And man. it's great. It's like, great. It's awesome. Oh, I I was so happy when uh Tai Tui Vasa whooped his ass a few months ago. And it's it's not good. <laughs> and this this ass whooping he got on Saturday was really, really nice. And, I, I hope the UFC keeps him so he could just be a punching bag on their main card. And I think he's gonna be. I don't think he's gonna go anywhere. Like, but I'm not I'm not paying to watch their stuff, but I'll I'll absolutely no. tune in on a, on one of the links that CDOT provides so I can watch Greg Hardy get his ass whooped. Yes. And the thing that's going to happen with this is that when you see things like Calvin Ridley come out, the other part of the story is you think to yourself, well, the Chiefs. I feel like he would have been a good fit for the Chiefs, probably. But the thing about this is, is that takes away now an option in the offseason. And we talked to BK, Brandon Kylie of 101 ESPN in St. Louis, about what the Chiefs could add. And he was pretty adamant that, that Amari Cooper could be the guy. That Dallas will eventually release him, creating cap space. Michael Gallup's not going to go anywhere. They're going to keep him. I think they're going to franchise tag Dalton Schultz by tomorrow. And that's going to leave them in a situation where they're going to say, hey, Amari Cooper, it's great. We got CeeDee Lamb. He's a stud. We're going to let him be the number one. You had a good year last year. Somebody will sign you. And I think that 
the best way about that is that's a perfect fit for the Chiefs. I think that when you think about what Amari Cooper could be in Kansas City, he's going to clearly come here, if he did, and tell himself, okay, I know I'm not Tyreek Hill. I don't have that ability. I know Tyreek Hill's, you know, going to get more football thrown his way. Travis Kelsey, that's the quarterback's best friend and number one target. It is what it is. But I still think, I don't know about you, but I do think that Amari Cooper could still come to this team, have 70 receptions, 800 yards, seven touchdowns as a third option. And that's really kind of what this Chiefs team needs. This Chiefs team needs that option that 15 can trust, look at, and count on to be a secure lock. And I think there were times where we thought maybe we had that a little bit with Pringle. And then you kind of realize last year, you're like, you know what? They need somebody just a, a few steps above that. Because we saw Pringle drop some passes last year that were in key situations, and some of them got tipped up in the air and then taken to the house or taken for an interception. And I think that when you look at the situation with a guy like Amari Cooper, who is coming towards the end of the career, it's been a fun one for him in Oakland and then in Dallas, and now it could go somewhere else. But I think this is a situation where two-year deal, club option third year, turn your career a little bit lengthier, go to a team that has a quarterback that's pretty dependent on getting the ball out, throwing the ball at least 33 times a game. Those 33 passes aren't going directly to Travis Kelsey and directly to Tyree Kill. Now, I will tell you this, 20 of them are. Those guys are going to get 10 targets a game. But that's still 16 targets. You get eight of those, collect six of them for 80, and have a tug every single game or at least every other game, you're going to fit right in. And Amari Cooper's a nice piece. Now, I will say this. On the other side of this, I will talk about if the Chiefs need to keep a corner or if the Chiefs go maybe look at another team in their division and take something of theirs if they don't want to keep that person on their team. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Uber facts. All people with blue eyes share a common ancestor who lived between 6,000 and 10,000 years ago. Before then, all humans had brown eyes. I think I have brown I'm, Yeah, I have brown eyes. I think it's. Po- I think that's possibly true. See, that's the thing I'm saying I about believe, Uber fast. I can believe that one. Okay. Okay. They got uh, tasty facts about cereal up right now. If you want to get into that, it's named after cereal is named after a Roman goddess. The first cereal grains were domesticated eight thousand years ago. The first so-called breakfast cereal named granola came out in 1883. I still can't get over the, the Dolly Parton Uber fact today. That woman goes to bed with her makeup and hair and everything done because in case there's a natu- national or a natural disaster, she gets up and can leave. She's doing just fine. I mean, her pillow has to be caked in mm. it. I mean, they got a her 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 maids or whatever. I mean, they got a they've got a whole set of new pillowcases for every day of the week so they can wash the one from the night before. Have to. I feel like Dolly Parton is still very attractive. I think, yeah, like for some way, because she's like, what, in her 80s? She's attractive for a woman in her 80s. Yeah. Well, you know, like, I mean, like, I wouldn't, like, call her up or nothing, but, you know. I think I would. I wouldn't. No, I'm good. She's 76. Put some 76. respect on that woman. And, you know, she, she, she gets She's been there. married since 1966. She's she getting there. I'm good. But I, I think I'm going to breakfast with Dolly Parton. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, she like invited me out for <laughs> yeah. breakfast. I tell my girlfriend, like, hey. I'm saying she'd stay the night over. We'd get up yeah. the next morning and I still mean, get a breakfast. I mean, if my girlfriend said, if, my, if she offered, like, hey, Dolly Parton wants me to go to breakfast, I'm like, okay. hey, hey, this, I got to do, I got to do it. You know, I think I'm okay with that. I think I would. I'm like, you just got to take one for the team tonight. Right? 
We talked about this earlier. I think that's kind of interesting as we as we get more into it. I, I ask, you know, would you be comfortable swapping players with the Chargers? And what I mean by that is they sign Charvarius Ward. They decide not to franchise tag Mike Williams by the end of tomorrow. And then he's able to test the market. That starts in six days from tomorrow. Would you be okay player swapping? They get Shavarius Ward. You get Mike Williams. My answer is yes. And it's really not even thought about. Because you peel the onion back a little bit more from what we talked about this earlier. And I think the Chiefs are going to win the AFC West again next year. I just... Andy Reid against this division. It's it's kind of one of those things of, you know, who's your daddy? You know exactly who it is. Um, and I think when you look at this Chiefs team, that is a move that kind of solidifies your dominance and your position in the AFC West. Mike Williams, a 27-year-old receiver out of Clemson, been kind of a up-and-down type of player, hasn't missed a ton of games, but also, like, has been active but not playing or has missed games due to, like, being hurt in the middle of a game. Seems like a guy that, obviously, with Justin Herbert, his talents were, you know, enhanced. He was a lot better last year with a full year of Justin Herbert under his belt and the connection got stronger. I like to think of that and then multiply it by 10 with Patrick Mahomes. Now the big question that we have with Mike Williams is, is he content coming over here and being a third, second, slash second option and an offense that is, at that point with Mike Williams now, one of the top two offenses in the league. And I think the reason that I would swap players, why I'd be okay with Charvarius Ward and getting Mike Williams, Mike Williams 6'4", 218. There is a Charvarius Ward in the draft. Now, he's not as seasoned. He's not as weathered in this system. And that's why I bring this up, because when you look at LeJarrius Sneed and Charvarius Ward, they're perfect for what the Chiefs need. The Chiefs need those middle-of-the-pack type of cornerbacks. They don't need the big superstar. That'd be sweet. Because then when you go play guys like Stephon Diggs and Jamar Chase and those types of big-name receivers, you go stick that moneymaker on him, and it's a little bit different of an outcome. Does Cincinnati win the game the first go-around when the Chiefs play him? Jamar Chase doesn't have 266 yards? Probably not. Do the Chiefs lose to Buffalo if, or is the game close like it was with 13 seconds left? If Gabriel's out there, 204 touchdowns? Probably not. So, when we had Brandon Kylie on earlier, before he lets the interview go, he says, bold prediction, Chiefs go get a superstar corner, just wait and watch. We'll see if that happens. But what's perfect about LeJarius Need and, and Shavarius Ward is, is that they fit this system, they fit this team, and they really solidify the Chiefs and getting better and better on offense like they did today. And we'll we'll get back to that Orlando Brown contract as we wrap this show up in a, in a couple in a couple minutes, but Kristen Nasir, I go to you because I know you'll have topics similar to this because things will start to develop more and more as you uh, do shows later this week, but I think you would agree you would you'd be okay letting Ward go if it caused you to gain a Mike Williams. Yeah, 100%. I I've been saying for the last month or so that the Chiefs need to load up an offensive talent as much as possible because that's the strategy that other teams are doing now. It's like, oh, well, you know, the pass rush, I mean, we obviously are going to prioritize that, but, you know, there's only so much we could do. You know, there's only so much we could do about the quarterback. Like, we could have a really good one, but maybe he's not better than Patrick Mahomes. So let's just get so much offensive talent that we can keep up and even outgun the Chiefs because you've only got Tyreek and, and Travis Kelsey that you know for a fact can go out there and deliver. And then we'll just hope that we can just play eight guys in coverage and send three and hope that Patrick Mahomes isn't patient enough to check it down. And that's basically the, the situation that, that the Chiefs are in right now. The Chiefs 
absolutely have to start loading up on offensive players. And if it comes at the cost of a Charvarius Ward, who I really like, and I think they should bring back, then, you know, so be it. But I, I, I will say this. I understand a lot of people want the Chiefs to go out and get a franchise corner, a great, you know, Revis Island type corner. I don't think that that Andy Reid values that because the Chiefs have never really under Andy Reid, like gone out of their way, aside from Marcus Peters, gone out of their way to go out there and get that game breaking corner. And we haven't seen them do that in years now. Like, Think about it. They've had opportunities for years. I mean, basically what the last four or five years we've seen tons of predictions for the chiefs. Oh, they're going to take a corner in the first round, take a corner in the first round for years now. And they don't do it. I mean, think about it. Their solution last year. Cause last year, all we, t- all we heard them talk about uh-huh. in the off season, get a corner, the court, all oh, this secondary is so bad. Like you got Legarius need Charverius Ward. who was up and down in 2020. Oh, they need another corner. You know what they did? They went out and they got Mike Hughes from Minnesota. Uh That was their big solution. This is not a team that I don't, I don't think this is a team that values that position very much. I think they value it to a point where like, we need to have some decent players here, but I think Brett Veach and Andy Reid are like, okay, if this guy is a premium physical talent, we feel like we can coach this person to be our kind of corner. I mean, think about it with the Arnett kid from the Raiders who was, you know, threatening people on Snapchat and got cut by the Raiders. And then a month later got cut by the Chiefs because he's out there pulling a gun allegedly on a parking attendant like that. To me, that was their solution for 2022 at corner was let's go get this guy because Mike Hughes didn't work out. Let's go get this guy and see if he could be uh, our our future guy or last year with, with, with DeAndre Baker to me. I don't feel like they value that position very much to where they want to spend a lot of money in free agency. Right. So I don't see them doing that. I, I don't think that they're going to get a big time corner. I think that they're at best going to try to resign Charvarius Ward. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. And maybe take a corner late second day, early third day. I think what makes the Chiefs better than everybody else is surrounding Patrick Mahomes with just an ungodly amount of talent. Because then it's like, okay, if he has too many options, then you can't stop him at all. But if he has one option that he loves to go to, you just bracket that option. Whereas, like, if you just load this man up with as many weapons as possible on offense, it's like, well, we don't really know what to do because he's just going to go to this guy. If we cover this, it's going to happen this way. So, like, the best thing you can do, and that's why it's tough for me to bring this up because the best thing you can do is is get these middle-of-the-road types of defenders that aren't going to cost you an arm and a leg. And one thing we've noticed is that Brett Beach doesn't do that. Like, he's never done it. No. He, never once. If you need somebody like that, he's going to go find them in, like, week eight. And he'll just be like, hey, we'll just pick up the rest of your contract. You just come over here, you know, do whatever you can do, and then and then sayonara. I think that he like I think he's just like, that's a position we don't have to spend big money on. Because you see a lot of teams do. I mean, look, the Bengals went to the went to the Super Bowl. Eli Apple is their starting cornerback. Like, you know, like he's a run-of-the-mill corner in this league, and they got to a Super Bowl. There's so many teams out there that aren't as cornerback dependent as they used to be. 
because they find ways to work without it. They find ways to, I mean, Rashad Fenton was a very, very good corner for the Chiefs this year. I mean, that's a guy they what, took like in the sixth round a few years ago. Right. Like this is a team that, that finds value at that position. And because they're confident in their ability to do so, they don't feel like they need to spend premium assets on that position. Right. So I, I feel like they're going to more so go towards pass rusher and receiver to try to fix their problems on this team this year. Somebody said from the text line that Jay Southland toast service text line nine one three five seven six seven six ten from the eight one six. I take Mike Williams and his injuries just for the size and the contested catches that he makes, especially in the end zone. Yeah, with Mike Williams, this team thirty yards in is a lock because you know fifteen would try to find eighty one on the left side of the hash for a touchdown every single time it was possible. We come back, we wrap this thing up, we talk about Orlando Brown, we revisit our top three cereals because, of course, it's National Cereal Day. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. I guess the NFL Network is doing a Drew Brees special. Giants and, and Saints on right now. Whatever the hell that means. Man, Marcus Colston was cold. I like that guy. Out of LSU, man. That man was good for Drew. Drew owed that man a Rolex at one point. Colston had some hands, man, in the NFL. Per John Heyman, nine minutes ago, I keep it locked on John Heyman. MLB is said to have floated... Some hypothetical proposals today in hopes of getting something done by a new deadline tomorrow to save the 162-game season. To get a deal done, it's clearly they need to move off the 220 mil luxury tax offer. MLB and Players Union met today and said it will begin tomorrow with another session attempt to save the 162-game season. Reported MLB set deadline for tomorrow to accomplish that big day tomorrow for baseball. Guess what we're going to lead with tomorrow night? Not that, because tomorrow is the finalization day of the franchise day. And nothing's going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> They're not going to agree to this. No. There's no way. The demands that we heard earlier are not going to be met by the players. Not a chance. There's, like, this is just, like, they, 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 Rob Manfred said they canceled the first two series, which means that they already cut off six games from the season. Yeah. And now they're going back on this and, oh, we're trying to, oh, actually, we would like to have a 162-game season. No, they're BSing. They're just trying to go out here and try to make it seem like right. they're negotiating in good faith so that we will get on their side. But the problem is that no one believes they're negotiating in good faith. No, because this is one of those things where it's like, nope, yep, nope, not happening. Like we know, we we nobody believes that this is any chance of resulting in a, in a deal. I think everybody would be shocked if they came to an agreement tomorrow. Everybody, like the players, the owners, all of us in the media, everybody would be shocked. And that says very much about how disingenuous these negotiations have been. I feel like baseball would get a deal done if they could steal William Regal from the AEW. <laughs> <laughs> That's my 849 he'd go take. He'd go in there and he'd start slapping people. I mean, you know. <laughs> start putting people in nerve holes. Yeah. When he, you watch the, when you watch the AEW product go up and you go back six months later and you go, oh, well, it's been great ever since this Regal guy joined. <laughs> I don't know. That's my wrestling 8 o'clock into the night take. But one thing that did happen today, the Chiefs did place the franchise tag on Orlando Brown. It was a $16.6 million tag. A lot of popular opinions think that he's going to get a contract before the season starts. I think we have to wait and see where this team goes. Talked to Brandon Kiley of 101 ESPN earlier in St. Louis from uh, the 11 to two show. And I don't, I'm with him. I don't think you necessarily have to give him a contract this year. You know, 16.6 Devontae Adams also has to get a franchise tag tomorrow. That'd be like a $20 million tag for Devontae Adams. It must be nice. But the thing that's crazy about today is, is that you can kind of see where the full focus of the Kansas City Chiefs is moving forward, as you should. There's no doubt in my mind that the focus on the Chiefs is to keep their half-billion-dollar man as protected as possible because everything starts with the offensive line. 
when it comes to Patrick Mahomes. You have a center in Creed Humphrey that is going to be Patrick Mahomes' security blanket for the next eight years. I'll give Creed eight years in the league as being a dominant center. You move to his left, you have Joe Tooney. Joe Tooney is a solid block, but he's more so like three more years. Orlando Brown, top three position on the team to be paid. Left tackle, keep the gel, keep him as Mahomes' best friend because Mahomes is going to have his back to Orlando Brown 90% of the time. And you need a guy like Orlando Brown locked in, devoted, and in this team's city for many, many years because you, you treat him like a number one left tackle in the league. Like he's a, he's a top left tackle in the league and he's protecting the best player in the NFL. You swing it over to the right and you start going to the right of Creed Humphrey and you look at Trey Smith. That cat ain't going nowhere. And he's going to be that guy for the next, I'll give Trey Smith 10 years. Right tackle Lewis Niang took a year off for COVID. This year was his first year. Had a damn good year. Fought some injuries, but had a damn good year at right tackle. But when you look at what this team is doing, because we know that Tyree Kill is probably going to get an extension because that will also help the cap because you can move that money. You can create more space for a cap that's going up to $208 million this year. It'll go up every year. And one thing I thought that was impressive that Brandon Kylie talked about is TV contracts. Those also help. And the most important players the Chiefs can sign and keep happy and locked in is QB1, wide receiver one, left tackle. And that's exactly what the Chiefs are doing. Orlando Brown, not going anywhere. Tyreek Hill, not going anywhere. And Patrick Mahomes, not going anywhere. So you know where the future lies with this Chiefs team. It is all heavily offensive. Now, there has been some spurts of, well, will they go sign a cornerback? Probably not. Will they continue to find free agencies in receiver? I hope so. I hope they sign a free agent receiver that's worth noting. Like, I'm even all the way down to a DJ Shark and Allen Robinson. Chris Godwin could get franchise tag tomorrow. Mike Williams could get franchise tag tomorrow, if not available. But I mean, I'll tell you this. The future of this team is keeping that offensive line gelled because that makes the quarterback better and then that makes your offensive weapons better. You give Tyreek Hill two and a half seconds to get that route ran, you are so toast. You give Travis Kelsey two seconds to read where your middle linebacker is, He's going to make his decision because a lot of Travis Kelsey's routes are option routes. You toast. And that's just the way it is. Speaking of toast, today's National Cereal Day. I still can't believe that you're not on board with the letting the cinnamon toast crunch get a little soggy. No. But you eat oatmeal. Yeah. I don't put milk in my oatmeal. It's all hot water. No, I, I I make it so that it's little it's a little bit more thick. Mm. Not, not, I don't With like it. Seeds? I don't like it runny. I don't really like it runny. It's more thick. I like thick oatmeal. Yeah, I put butter in it to make it creamy, but I don't I don't like it runny. I hate runny oatmeal. Do you like thick or runny macaroni and cheese? Thick. You don't like a little run in the no, cheese? No, no, okay. I don't run it. No. Are you no. a Velveeta sheet cheese uh, hater? Yeah, I like the I like those. Okay. I like like I like baked. Mac and cheese. That's I don't. Best. I don't really like the stovetop stuff. So your top three cereals: uh, Lucky Charms. Number three. Number two was uh, Cocoa Puffs. Number yes. one was uh, Crunchberry. Right. Yes. Yeah. Very okay. strong power rankings according to the Jay Southland Toaster. Yeah, they line. said that yours were better than mine, which is fine. I'm not a cereal connoisseur, but I will say my top three, uh, starting with three, um, Honey Nut Cheerios. Number two, I really, really like um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and then number one. Um, Reese's Puffs. And the reason why is just because of, like, first of all, I think Reese's is the best candy for me. Like, I just, it's to me, it's great. Like, the Reese's egg during Easter time is just, like, it might as well be a drug. Like, <laughs> I don't like, I don't, I, I mean, like Reese's, but oh, I'm man. not, like, that big a fan of them. 
where like I I'd want to eat them all the time. Right. Like I I'm more of like a chocolate and caramel kind of guy, mm. more so than chocolate and peanut butter. I'm down with that too. Like when we used to sell candy bars as kids, oh yeah, I always got the white wrapper caramel one. Oh my, every thing, single time. Oh, I tell you this: when people used to sell the candy at the box, mm-hmm. I used to get them uh, them them uh, Carmelo bars. Oh, those are good. Mm. Those are good. The best. The best. All of the chocolate and caramel bars. I don't like the salted caramel, but the regular caramel. Yeah, that's that's the stuff right there. You freeze yeah. it too. Mm. Throw it in the freezer for like an hour and then eat it. Yeah. I also loved, uh, what is it, the Twix ice cream? Because like that caramel was like still yeah. like you could freeze yeah. it, but that caramel was still like silky smooth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's on your chin the for best. three hours. Yeah. Snickers no. ice cream or, or Twix ice cream? Where are you going? Twix. Yeah. Snickers is Snickers good, ice cream but is again, it's got the peanuts in it. So. Oh, you don't like peanuts. I like peanuts. I just don't like them like that. To where, like, I want to eat them all the time. They're, they're cool, but, you know, it's not like a I want to eat it all the time. I don't know if it gets better than a Snickers ice cream bar. I mean, they're good. They're good. They're really good. I shouldn't be talking about this stuff. I'm trying to cut weight. Moderation, Chris. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm doing, like, a, a weight loss challenge, so I can't be eating that. What are you stuff. trying to get down to? Uh, I mean, I, as much as possible. Okay. <laughs> That's really where we're at right now is just as much as possible. I mean, I've lost like 12 pounds. There you go. In the last almost two months now. So. Okay. There you go. Feeling good. There you go. Feeling we bad. come back tomorrow night. You here tomorrow night? No, not here tomorrow okay. night. I have no idea who's here tomorrow Need night. Need a day off. There you go. Cocoa Puffs used to rock. They changed the recipe. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is the stuff. They were better back in the day. I 100%. Do agree. 90, yeah. Like late 90s, early 2000s is much better. And then they changed it probably about 03, 04. Not quite as good as they used to be. I had so one this past. like milk hyper doing yeah. a breakdown. I had one not too long ago. It had a little Yachty on it. It's kind of I'm, funny. I'm good. Okay. Chris Nucero, he'll be here Thursday, Friday night. I'm here again tomorrow night, Wednesday night's K-State basketball. So we've got you locked in for the rest of the week. 610 Sports Radio here. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Sorry, Cap ends. Baseball's going to talk again. Kansas City, be safe. Cheers. Have a good night. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.